It's Retro Encounter with our very special guest, Kermit the Frog! Yay! It's time to play the music! It's time to light the light! It's time to meet the Muppets on the Muppet Show tonight! It's time to dress up right! It's time to raise the curtain on the Muppet Show tonight! Let's get things started on the most sensational, inspirational, celebrational, motivational. This is what we call a Muppet Show! Hello and welcome to episode 355 of Retro Encounter, RPG Fans Weekly Podcast of Many Topics. I'm Mike Solosi, and that uh, poorly improvised entrance was... Uh, me doing my best to emulate the 1970s Muppet show starring Kermit the Frog and many others. Uh, yes, we are doing a Muppets episode of Retro Encounter. Uh, the Muppets are a group of performers near and dear to my heart for essentially my entire life, and we are going to try and cross over the world of the Muppets with the world of RPGs today. But who's joining me in this endeavor? It is John O'Logan. Hello, everyone. And Greg Delmage. Hiya, hiya. We're bringing the band back together like it's the uh, 2009 Muppets movie (laughs) Uh, uh, and or you could say episode 200 of Random Encounter. It's been a hot minute either way. (laughs) It it has been. But uh, the the concept of this episode is um, we're taking ideas like uh, Muppets films from the 90s and 2000s, like uh, A Muppet Christmas Carol. Muppet Treasure Island and Muppets Wizard of Oz and others. But this time with RPGs, uh, casting most of these classic stories with uh, with some humans and mostly Muppets. Uh, Jono, you and I came up with this idea somewhat organically because uh, I think it was in a Slack chat. Yeah, we were, go- we were talking about <laughs> the Muppets. With Muppets. <laughs> yeah, 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 yes. Uh, we, were, uh, we were in Slack goofing on the idea of what um, a game would be like recasted with Muppets and it, it it was mostly I think it was in a public chat room but it was mostly a two-person conversation oh yeah we took over the, we took over the slack channel for like I don't know a half hour with just throwing ideas back and forth and this was like a year ago and then we were like this would make a great retro encounter episode yeah I, it was it was either like end of last year or early 2022 we thought about making maybe doing this for an April Fool's episode but it ultimately decided not to, but it was sitting in our ideas board for a while until today when we finally decided to go through with it. Um, but uh, I, I mentioned that how much, uh, how long I loved the Muppets. Uh, Jono, how far back do you go with Kermit and the gang? I, I freaking love the Muppets. Um, Muppets, we go back many, many years. Um, I think one of the very first DVD box sets I had was the, uh, was the Muppets season one. The, it was like the, I think it had like green felt on it. Yeah, the, the first the oh, first three seasons. Yeah. yeah, no, the first three seasons of the Muppet Show do have uh, uh, like a a character on the front cover with yeah. a with a either felt or a fuzzy texture on the front. Yeah, I, I have the first three seasons. They like skinned least. Kermit for the the DVD <laughs> cover. One of them. Um, oh, yeah, and we. Uh, I just I love the Muppets. Obviously, when I was a kid, I watched Sesame Street, and then I watched the Muppet Show and Fraggles, etc. Um, one of my favorite uh, attractions at Universal. I guess I guess it's Disney Hollywood Adventure now, but MGM Studios back when I was a kid was the uh, Muppets 3D. Uh, yeah, I do remember that. You get sprayed. Yeah, you get sprayed. Right, and, uh, Statler and Waldorf there. They have animatronics up in the corner. 
Uh, that, was, <laughs> that was, I think it was the last project that Jim Henson actually was involved in before he died. It was, that was a fun show. I do remember that from my, my first ever trip to Disney world and back in, uh, in Orlando. It was a good time. Yeah. It's, it was the closest. I mean, you're literally in the audience of the Muppet yeah. show and it's awesome. It was pretty good. That and Captain Nemo, the other 3d experience. <laughs> Uh, so, so Greg, I, I mean, I guess you've attended the same attraction uh, that John John O has, but uh, how far back do you go with the Muppets? Yeah, I, um, I mean, I only caught snippets of it when I was younger. Although I do remember one of my earliest um, video game experiences was the Sesame Street game on the NES. Uh, it was like the Sesame Street one, two, three, ABC, or something like that. I forget. At any rate, but I, I was a, I was a big uh, Sesame Street kid. I lived and died by it when I was a child, and. Um, uh, and then, you know, my aunt and I used to goof about uh, mana mana kind of thing a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. But I don't think I really got super into the Muppets until uh, later in my teens when I really enjoyed like the adaptations of the films and such like that. Like Muppet mm-hmm. Treasure Island just like sucked me right in. I, I love that movie. And uh, The Christmas Carol is a fun version of that as well. Uh, and then, yeah, I just I don't know. I've always had a soft spot for just how imaginative and goofy and delightful the world of all that is. So uh, I've mostly seen the films, see a couple of the shows. I think I got into the show more when it was like Muppets Tonight and the ill-fated recent one. So yeah. uh, I've just, yeah, I enjoy what they do. They're, they're goofy. My, my favorite Muppets. I think one of the reasons I really like the Muppets and re- not just the Muppets, but like the entire Muppets universe is because it's exactly that. Like before the Marvel universe and stuff, all of these characters existed in the same universe, but in their own little corners of it. Uh, which is why my all-time favorite Muppet project is still a Muppet Family Christmas because mm-hmm. it's just it's the Avengers Infinity War of the Muppets because it starts out with the Muppets and then the Sesame Street gang shows up and then the Fraggles are there and it's also friggin' hilarious. It's mm-hmm. very, very funny. That's true. I did watch a lot of Fraggles as well. Yeah. I, I didn't uh, watch Fraggle Rock until many, many years later. Uh, but but like, like both of you, my first exposure to the Muppets was Sesame Street. It was uh, my favorite television show as a child. Um, my my parents tell this story sometimes of when I was a uh, when I was a little over a year old. I was babbling to them once, and they realized that I was counting to them in Spanish because I had seen the count do it on the on Sesame Street when I was about oh, amazing. Uh, when I was about a, a little over a year old. Yeah, I, I've been watching them forever. Uh, I remember, um, oh shoot, like taping the Muppet movie and uh, Big Bird Goes to China on uh, on mm. on probably the Disney Channel or. Uh, or maybe it was PBS uh, many, many years ago, but I watched all the Muppet movies growing up as a kid. Um, I, re- I do remember Muppets Tonight when I was around uh, when I was around 10 or 11. Um, they uh, I think that was my first exposure to the uh, to the, the the rock singer Prince with, from his episode of that show. Mm-hmm. Like, like, what a cool, weird guy this Prince character is. Oh, that's right. Well, he, although he, he was the artist formerly known as Prince at the time. Yeah. <laughs> Prince, but, my favorite Muppets, my favorite Muppet. Uh, they they did a full Muppet like music video of one of his songs on that episode. That's that, that it, my memory of it isn't, is incredible, but I, I hope it holds up to this day. Yep. But, uh, but one of my lasting favorite Muppets projects is um, specifically a Muppet Christmas Carol. It's my favorite telling of that story, even it's though it is so good. It, it's, it's excellent. I mean, uh, Michael Caine is great in it. It's the, uh, it's the nineties uh, Muppets at their peak with the, the Steve Whitmire Kermit. Um, but they, and uh, and Frank Oz is still uh, voicing his iconic characters, but like, I I love almost all the Muppet stuff I've encountered. I have DVDs of the of the uh, of the original um, Muppet Show, and uh, and now although I didn't realize it as a child, I realize how mind blowing it is that in the opening shot of the Muppet movie you see Kermit's legs dangling. 
because mm-hmm. Jim Henson is is under is in an underground or underwater tank behind the log that Kermit is sitting on to to get to get that effect with Kermit's legs dangling. Like mm-hmm. I did not know that when I watched the Muppet the Muppet Show on tape as an eight or nine year old, but now mm-hmm. I know it. But now I understand it, and I think it's amazing. But I think that's the reason why the Muppets really sticks with me and with, like to this day as a child you get a lot of exposure to puppets like a lot of exposure to puppets they're everywhere they're in children's entertainment everywhere but the muppets is just so much of a one step above that where it's not just puppetry it's these characters seem like they're alive like it, it's incredible they push it yeah yeah Th- that was the genesis of the muppets it was a a group of old hippies in the well or <laughs> young hippies in the 60s passionate about puppetry and uh and entertainment who wanted to, you know, like push puppetry to uh, to a modern audience? And, orig- and originally, the Muppets audience was adults. They wanted they they wanted them to be, you know, a, a subversive use of puppetry. But then with Sesame Street and other projects, they sort of started to equally appeal to adults and kids. And I, I think that's one thing that is special about puppetry is that it. it I mean, it, it is cartoonish in a way and non-human, but is also live and immediate in the way mm-hmm. that uh, that live theater is. But like because the Muppets are so iconic and their original performers uh, so excellent, they really do feel like a living, breathing community. If I ever met the real the Kermit the Frog puppet in person, I would probably just be reduced to a sobbing mess because because mm-hmm. like the Muppets are so special to me that they almost they 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 almost feel like a level above what a celebrity is to me. But. Uh, yep. we, we don't need to get uh, I don't need to get yep. too precious about the, the Muppets. We are here to take some classic RPGs <laughs> and recast them with the Muppets. Oh, can I give a shout out real quick? Just for oh, people, please. For people who are uh, out there who know the Muppets or are interested in the Muppets. Uh, Defunct Land, the YouTube channel, has a six part uh, documentary series about Jim Henson. And it's a remarkable series uh, that like details the like entire history of the Muppets from him doing commercials all the way up until his last up until his funeral. And it's it's like it's an amazing series. So if anyone wants to learn more about the Muppets and Jim Henson specifically, uh, I would check that out on YouTube because it's really awesome. And uh, we did allude earlier that um, uh, Jim Henson Studios was acquired by Disney several years ago. So I don't think every single Muppet show is on Disney Plus, but a lot of them are, including the uh, including the movies and the 70s TV show. Mm-hmm. So th- th- that's an uh, an easy way to experience the Muppets nowadays, if, if you should desire. But we are not here to talk about classic Muppets, even though I could do an entire episode on that easily. We are here to recast classic RPGs with the Muppets, which is uh, still a ridiculous premise that I'm very excited about. I did look to see if other podcasts have done this. There was a short-lived podcast that uh, recast um, classic films as the Muppets. But uh, they they are no longer around, and I don't think anyone's done a podcast version of what exactly we're doing today. Um, but first of all, the rules: um, we're going game by game. We are not going to uh, do every single game in a series or every single character within a single game. But we're just going to try and hit the major characters with uh, suggest Muppet replacements for the major characters and how they might interact with each other. But one character. Um, will remain a human, so, sort of like Michael Caine in A Muppet Christmas Carol or Tim Curry in Muppet Treasure Island. So there will be one principal human character and most of the rest of the cast will be populated by the iconic Muppets puppets. So, yeah, do we have any questions or clarifications? Are Sesame Street characters and Fraggle characters and other Muppets done by the Jim Henson Company up for grabs? Like, can we use them? Or do we, or do we have to use the original Muppet Show cast? 
100%, all of them are available. In fact, I it, it would ruin some of my ideas if I was forbidden from using Sesame Street characters. Awesome. So, yes, they are allowed. Excellent. Good to know. And, uh, uh, Jana, why don't you introduce the, uh, the first game or a couple of games that we decided to handle tonight? All right. So, uh, we were, when we were talking about this, we had a couple of things that we wanted to keep in mind. Like we wanted, we wanted pretty big casts, so we could cast lots of Muppets and we needed casts that were like character stories that were character driven. So like lots of, lots of, uh, identifiable traits that we could match with Muppets. And we figured, you know what, RPG fan, let's just start out with, uh, the gold standard of JRPGs and let's do Final Fantasy. So we're going to start off with Final Fantasy VI. Right on. So, uh, right out the gate, who do we think should be the human character in the principal cast of Final Fantasy VI? I think Terra is a really good choice for the, uh, the human, because when I think of the human in, when I think of the human in any Muppets project, the idea is that they are always like the Island of Sanity surrounded by all of these characters and for me, that's kind of who Tara is, because of the first part, we don't know anything about Tara. All we know is that she keeps meeting all of these really weird and interesting uh, people around her. Um, so I think that Tara, as the the point of view character for the audience, just like she plays in the game, works as a human. Uh, I have a suggestion. Let's. What if Tara remains human, but when she transforms into her Esper form, we make we get me make her a custom made Muppet that Ooh. looks like her Esper form. <laughs> oh <laughs> yes. Oh, yes, all of the, uh, oh my god, all of the espers as Muppets makes so much sense, as the weirder Muppets. Yeah, and and uh, when um, when Terra raises a group of orphans in, in Mobliz, they can be little Muppets gathering around uh, their surrogate mom, Terra. I mean, technically speaking, every character on Sesame Street is like six years old. Even the ones that we think are adults, they're all children. That's the idea. But there are lots of like... Like, guess, like, like like filler Muppets that just play the role of children in a crowd or something, something like mm, that. Yeah, exactly. I think they're called everyday Muppets or something like that. Um, so yeah, that would work really well as the, the orphans. But I think, I think that's genius. Slow see Tara as a human, but when she transforms into her Esper form, she becomes a Muppet. That's, that's gold. Okay. And I'm, I'm also going to throw out another suggestion here. Um, I, I, I think Locke and Celeste could be Kermit and Piggy. I think, okay. Yeah. I, I ship that. I think so too. And the reason why I think Celeste should be piggy is just because of the opera house. Oh, (laughs) not just that, but also like her having this um, sort of haughty holier than thou attitude at the beginning, but forced to, uh, but like forced to be more compassionate at the, in the second half of the game. I think that would be a really interesting acting turn for Miss Piggy. It's a very piggy journey, but I just really, really, really want piggy to do the opera house. The idea. No, that's excellent. The idea of Miss Piggy doing the entire opera is hysterically funny to me. And like acting like she doesn't want to do it either. (laughs) I'm not some opera floozy. Okay. So yeah, so those two, yeah, that makes total sense. I think that's a good, a good call. (laughs) One thing I hadn't really thought about, um, who do we think uh, Edgar and Sabin could be in uh, for our Muppet version of 556? I think, Um, I mean, we need, yeah. Who, who do we have for siblings out there? In uh, the Muppet world. That we well, in, in, in Muppet, in uh, the great Muppet caper, uh, Kermit and Fozzie are identical twins, but that doesn't, right. but we already have Kermit, a role for Kermit. I mean, you could do, yeah, you could do Fozzie and his cousin, the, the, the heavier one, but. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The, the, the Fozzie's cousin Muppet is, uh, that wasn't, I, <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't, I mean, if you really wanted to go safe with the identical twin thing, you could just use like 
Fozzie and Gonzo, but I had an idea for Fozzie and Gonzo. <laughs> Bert and Ernie. <laughs> well, Bert and Ernie works. But Ooh, I don't... Bert and Ernie's not bad. <laughs> yeah. So Edgar would be Bert, Saban would be Ernie. Or uh, maybe we could go the electric yeah. mayhem route and have it be Dr. Teeth and Floyd Pepper as uh, as Locke and Saban. I mean, I'm sorry, as, as Edgar and Saban. I think they're too similar. Like, yeah. they're, they're, mm. just, they're just all party. Bert and Ernie, their characters reflect Edgar and Saban pretty well, I think. I'm, I'm imagining Bert as a muscular martial artist now because because er, er, Ernie's the one that's more likely to hit on a girl at a, at a party than than Bert. We're, we're we're pretty. I mean, that's fair, right? Yep, I can go with that. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, what was your idea for Fozzie and Gonzo, John? I'm interested. I want to cast them as the villains. I want to cast Fozzie as uh, Gastel, and I want to cast Gonzo as Kefka. Oh, yep. Gonzo as Kefka. <laughs> yes. And him, him pressing the dynamite button is in, in, like for the for adjusting the uh, for re- ending the world at the midpoint of the game. Oh, that's interesting. I like that a lot. Yep. But then who's his bigs and wedge? The like scooter <laughs> oh, at, and at the beginning of, no, at, at the beginning of the game. Big, big, bigs and wedge are so unimportant. We can make them uh, Link and Strange Pork. The, the, the Link the, and Strange the, Pork. Oh, yeah, really the, well. the, the, the pigs, the pigs in space Muppets from those yeah. uh, from those segments. Pigs in mine. I, I do have another idea I'd like to throw at uh, at you in the interest of saving time. Um, what do we what do we think of Sam the Eagle as Cayenne and Animal as Gao and having them reenact I mean, the, 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 the the Mr. Thou scene with those two? I think that cast is it's a perfect piece of casting. Yeah, it seems pretty obvious. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's I'm a glad that, glad that went over right so easily. Yeah, I, I don't I can't disagree. I mean, that, that just lines it well. I just want to see Mog as Rizzo. <laughs> oh Riz- yeah that's pretty but good but mog wearing mog. like um like rizzo oh, yeah, wearing a moogle costume <laughs> or no 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 all of the moogles at the beginning of the game are, are rizzo's rats. rat family just but with, 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 with with like white hoods on or something i love yeah. that that's great rizzo as mog is is genius oh man and then while i'm on a roll i guess uh how about ralph as setzer because i agree because he, yep. he's he's a musician. He's uh he he has a little bit of rogue in him because he sings the song about like about uh about lost love with Kermit in the Muppet sh- in uh, the Muppet first Muppet movie. Yep, effortlessly cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I I love Ralph the dog. R- R- Ralph and Animal have been my two favorite non Sesame Street Muppets for my entire life. Those are, those are my two guys. I think mm-hmm. he's one of my favorites in Sesame Street and stuff. And I even enjoy his character in Muppet Babies. I was I did enjoy Muppet Babies a lot when I was a kid. My my favorite Muppets as a kid were Bert, Ernie, and the Count. Um. Oh, but who do we have a role for the count in in FF six? I haven't, I haven't, I'm not sure. The impresario. <laughs> I thought about that's that's actually oh, oh that's that, that's pretty good. Yeah, the impresario. I had sure. him down just be, just for a placeholder. I didn't love it. I had him down as Shadow, but eh, I don't love that. I have an idea for Shadow. This is a little bit ridiculous. How about Lou Zealand, the crazy guy that throws fish boomerangs? <laughs> yes. That's I was just going to say because that just only makes because sense of th- only because of throwing. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, so that's dumb. pretty funny. And then occasionally a like a fish can fly across the screen and attack an enemy. Sure. But then Ralph uh or and then there's the actual dog of oh, Interceptor. Dog. Interceptor. Interceptor, yeah. But that bugs Ralph. Because uh, yeah. Ralph always has such funny interactions with actual dogs. Okay, Rue okay, I like New Zealand as Shadow. Mog yeah. as Rizzo is just gold. We've gone through oh, basically shoot. everyone now except for well, we got Realm, uh, Strago. Yeah, yeah, Strago and Realm. Haven't we haven't touched them yet? Uh, and um Realm oh, to me Realm screams uh Realm screams uh Elmo to me. Oh. Like here's the thing. The problem with the Muppets, and it is a problem with the Muppets, is there's not a lot of female Muppets. There's just not. Correct. Uh, which is a problem when you're casting anything. So I think that for this, 
we should probably go gender blind casting. I, I, I do. I think that um, doing the Shakespearean thing of having men play female roles sometimes yeah. is very warranted here. Yep. Yeah. I think Elmo's realm works pretty well. That would be fun. So who's, who could be <laughs> the... I'm Elmo! <laughs> <laughs> Showing wow. the inner good. Elmo. I'm not going to be able to get Elmo out of my head for the rest of my life. Th- thank you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> it was right there. I'm sorry. but not. It was right there, but you were the only one who saw it. Yeah. Also, I but, just saw it too. Uncle Deadly as Ultros. <laughs> un- oh, Uncle Deadly, the the, the real creepy, uh, yeah. be- beak nosed guy. Yeah, that's got funny. so much play in Muppets Tonight. I-, I enjoyed that, but that's that's funny. But I think personally, I think a funnier casting would be Pepe, the King Prong as Ultros. Oh yeah, that can see because that too. Pepe gets really angry when people call him a shrimp. And and I, I have an idea for Strago, uh, be, mostly for the interactions with Elmo. Um, uh, I, I mean, I'm worried I'm going to use this character in every single exercise we do today. But what about Oscar the Grouch as Strago? Because he is <laughs> he is a pretty grouchy fellow. That's but not you, wrong. You can tell there's goodness in his heart deep down. Yeah. I'm fine with that. And also okay. it. You know what, though? OK, I, I like this idea of Strago and Realm being uh, Sesame Street characters because of the connection between realm strago and shadow i feel like shadow should probably be a sesame street character too hmm Hmm. how about maybe shadow throws cookies you see where i'm going with this i'm done (laughs) i'm done cookie monster is (laughs) cookie monster is shadow it is we're done okay there it is okay final fantasy six casted um uh tara is is the the lone human we got Um, oh yeah we still have oh yeah obviously sweetums as umaro that that practically just writes itself sweetums umaro uh manamanam is gogo Oh yes, yeah, one, that, yeah. one of them. One of the Menomina aliens as Gogo. Menomina and Gogo, same word, same word. So. Oh works. no no no! Oh, the lead Muppet for the yeah. Menomina song. Oh, what's his name? I'm not. Menomina. Sure they just call him Menomina. All right. Well, Menomina it is. Well, welcome to the team. <laughs> Menomina right. and. Uh, I, also, just I, for dumb stuff, um, the guy who plays, um, what's his name? The the lead actor in the when like who's uh, Draco. Uh, is the Swedish chef just because that just oh, that is dumb. Oh, sure. In the opera, yeah. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Swedish chef as Draco in the opera scene. That, that, that works for me. I kind of like the Swedish chef as Sid. Ooh. Hmm, this, he, is an, he, this, this is an important Sid. Yeah, it's he's true. Cook, he, he's like cooking up the... Uh, he's cooking up in the thing. I mean, he's oh, no, 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 All right, right we can compromise. Swedish chef as Draco, but Dr. Bunsen Honeydew is Sid. Okay, yeah, I'm, fine with that. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with Honeydew as, uh, as that. Okay, then, all right. And then Beaker can just be there as his scientist. <laughs> It'd be so tragic. Be- be- Beaker oh can gosh. be like one of the uh, one of the scientists that dies in uh, yeah. in, in in the attack on uh, Vector yep. or something. Okay, or okay, th- that's, that's Final awesome. Fantasy. I think I think we're about uh, done casting. Yeah, Final before Fantasy we VI. get into all the espers and the kids and everything. Yeah, I'm right. Oh yeah, no, no. That, that, then, then this episode would be three and a half hours, yep. which which in in a way I'm not I'm not against, but we probably should move on. Oh, and Camille awesome. and the gang can be the Chocobos. <laughs> oh of course yeah of course yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like chicken just the chocobos are all replaced by chickens that whole scene is so dumb where they escape on the chocobos and kepka's mm-hmm. so mad and he's just like ah but if it's gonzo he's like but i love watching them leave <laughs> <laughs> oh okay oh, that's, that's, that's pretty good okay yeah, I, i'm pretty happy with this cast for final fantasy 6 actually so i think that is about it for final fantasy 6 swedish chef's kiss I am I am thrilled with what we've come up with so far, uh, but uh, let's move on to maybe the other most iconic Final Fantasy game, Final Fantasy VII. It had a recent remake, but we're going to go through most of the principal cast from the original PS1 version. So you know, get out of here with your 
extended compilation of FF7 stuff mm-hmm. here. We're, we're just going to get keep to the dozen or so main characters. Uh, but first of all, who's going to be the lone human here? Well, That's there's hard. sometimes where it works really well where the human is also the villain. Like I could see Sephiroth being the human Ooh. as like the villain. Um, and there could be there could still be a human lead as well. I see as you know, the human, but... I almost Aerith could be an interesting human. Yeah, it would be, I don't but want she to just dies. do the obvious thing, which is Cloud. Spoilers. I might maybe Tifa then. Although we Tifa? did just do Terra. I, 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 I don't I, mind the idea of Sethroth Sephiroth slowly descending and impaling a Muppet on his giant sword. <laughs> That's pretty funny, it, actually. Also, I would struggle to cast Sephiroth um yeah. with, with with who we have. So Right, yeah. I, here's my pitch for Final Fantasy VII that I came up with. We were talking about Final Fantasy VII and it just hit me. Here's what I think. Barrett should be Dr. Teeth and Avalanche should be the electric mayhem. Excellent. Um, um, <laughs> okay, uh, J- 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 Janice is obviously uh, 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 Jesse. Yep. Um, Floyd, Floyd can be Biggs and then, and then Zoot can be Wedge. Did I just, did I just solve the problem? It's done. That's it. So uh, Avalanche right. is the electric mayhem. I had Dr. Dr. Teeth Barrett, as ba- but... Dr. Teeth as Barrett. I love this. Absolute in yeah. love. Yes. Yeah, pretty great. Okay, cool. Um, so I'm happy with that. Sephiroth can be human as <laughs> Sephiroth as himself. Yep. I, I, I hate to say this, but uh, maybe because we did a similar thing with uh, with Locke and Celeste in FF6. But I, th- I think that Kermit as Cloud and Piggy as Tifa really works. Yep, that works for me. Mm-hmm. But uh, I have an idea for Eris. Because Eris is so is always presented as sort of innocent, like, you know, she's the flower girl in, in Market. But then after you get to know her, she's... A, She's really quite sassy and and maybe even less innocent than Tifa. Mm-hmm. What do we think of Prairie Dawn from Sesame Street as heiress? I, I mean, I like that, but that brings up just a weird thing with the relationship aspect of it. Yeah, because, well, I mean, uh, heiress is older than Cloud or Tifa. And <laughs> yeah, but I think that th- we have to remember that these this is going to be just like in Muppet Christmas Carol. This is casting like this is the Muppets playing these characters. Right. This is not they're not they, yeah. they don't need to be their actual ages or uh even genders or anything it's just these characters are playing these characters because you could throw out like denise the pig and then the idea that the uh ego oh, oh yeah De- denise that from the, she gets from the, killed off and so denise you, from the 2020 muppets show, yeah right? and then that way piggy gets more screen time i like that actually and then piggy can have like an over dramatic really really fake uh amount of um uh grief over uh Aerith dying spoilers <laughs> her her being like sad but not sad over <laughs> like, oh, like, no. like yeah yeah like uh, the, 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 yeah exactly like a, a very sarcastic interpretation of the of tifa's grief should we use a phoenix down oh no it probably won't work and, uh, oh, and, and, the, and the scene where uh, where cloud falls from the uh uh fr- from the plate and she's reaching down after she would she would ham it up like crazy for that scene yeah, and like no matter who gets picked for the date, she'll just like muscle her way into set and just like kick out whoever it is is in the the uh, oh yeah that carriage golden. with Kermit that's just terrific. to like yeah okay uh, here's a pitch um since we're casting Kermit as Cloud can we cast Robin as Zach oh the the, the little frog from uh, Muppet <laughs> oh, really? Frog Prince Robin the Brave yeah uh, oh boy <laughs> I was gonna say Robin riding on like Sweetums or something for like Kate Sith, but I think that's that is kind of funny for. That. I just like the idea of Kermit basing his entirely fake personality off Robin in this, and they're both frogs, so it kind of works. 
I, I just like the idea of Robin holding the Buster Sword. I think that's just really funny. <laughs> so we still have Red, Yuffie, Sid, Kate Sith, and Vincent. I mean, we All right. could do Rolf 13 again, but I don't know. <laughs> I I don't think it's a bad choice, but I mean, even if it's a little bit lazy, just make making the dog a dog. Maybe we Prairie Dawn could the... work for Yuffie. Yeah, like that could Maybe. work. Um, I don't know. Let's let, let's not bring back New Zealand. I think we we used the 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 yeah. ninjas throw joke once already. That's yeah. true. Um, um, I I I mean this is maybe too on the nose again, but I am proposing that we finally bring in Count von Count and make him Vincent Valentine. Yes, done. That is <laughs> That's fair. That is the role he was born to play. What about Scooter as Sid Highwind, if only to let Scooter finally blow off some tension with all the swearing? Scooter is too lame to be. I suppose. Be, I, yeah. I think that I like your idea of having um, someone riding Sweetums to be Kate Sith. I think Scooter <laughs> on, on Sweetums' oh, yeah. shoulder as okay. Kate Sith is pretty good. Master Blaster to the two of them. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty solid. I think we should make uh, uh, Gonzo a good guy again, and be and because he's so chaotic, uh, Gonzo might be an okay Sid, especially see- the rocket. Absolutely. Again, the, you yeah, have the dynamite the thing. Yes, really, yeah, it's yeah, him the, or Crazy like, Harry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's nah, a good one too. Crazy. Oh, Crazy Harry is not bad. But I, I like Gonzo, like being wanting to ride the rocket, like he's always wanting to be shot out of a cannon, and him just go, and him uh, swearing a lot. I I, I, I like oh, Gonzo as Sid. And then Camilla's his his um scientist. Oh, oh, Shara. Associate. Yeah, Shara. Shara can be Camilla the chicken. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. I um, really want Bobo now to be um. What's his face that gets hit by the truck? I'm blanking on his name now. Palmer. Palmer. <laughs> Bobo's I, Palmer. I was thinking that maybe, maybe Heidegger and Palmer, who are, you know, two of the uh, yeah. members of the board of Shinra, could be Statler and Waldorf. Oh. <laughs> See, I really like Statler and Waldorf are really interesting to me because what they did in uh, Muppet Christmas Carol when they cast both of them as Marley. Yeah, Marley and, 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 Marley. And, uh, yeah and also the um, uh, Brian Henson loves uh, uh, loves the singer Bob Marley. So that, that, that's why there's a lot of Bob Marley music in Muppet Treasure Island and why, uh, and, 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 yeah, and, and why it's Jacob and Robert Marley for, yeah. for Muppet Christmas Carol. It's genius. But I think we can do that for other characters for these games. So whenever we cast like Stowler oh. and Waldorf, we can cast them as one character, but they're both the character. Yeah, we can we can split the role in half somewhat. They could be high so diggers. Like Sta- high so and Stowler digger. and Waldorf could easily be the president of Shinra. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, the, there's the president. There's um, the president and his son. Um, yeah. Rufus, yeah. Mm. Rufus works as Scooter for me. Oh no, Scooter is already. Yeah, we already have it. Scooter. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, president. If we want to go with authority figures, obviously Sam the Eagle works for the president. Yeah, Sam Generally. the Eagle as the president, and maybe the uh, and maybe Rufus is. We're going because per- Rufus is kind of stylish, but also a jerk. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he could Clifford could pull it maybe. But Clifford's not usually that kind of like doesn't give off that malicious vibe usually. Hmm. And it would be someone that fits sort of alongside. Oh, who do we? Uh, Sam the Eagle. Oh, That's how about what one. do we? What do we think of uh, Bunsen Honeydew as Hojo? <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Or, maybe or just to put Beaker in something, we can make Beaker Rufus because that, that's just about as silly as I can imagine. Uh, like I was gonna say we're Beaker Rufus as Genova. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Let, let, let's not cast Genova. That, that that's almost too rude to whoever's playing them. You just see Sephiroth <laughs> carrying around Beaker's head through this. <laughs> oh boy! All right, but we 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 we've, we've cast basically everyone important except for Red and Yuffie. Uh, do, uh, who do we feel like for them? 
I feel like Fozzie would be a fairly good uh, red just because of the differences oh, yeah. in personality. Yeah. yeah. It could be dumb and fun. And, and Red Hat 13 has good repartee with, uh, with Barrett and Cloud, so that could work. Yeah, yeah. That, that would make sense. That's true. Um, and then, yeah, Yuffie, we didn't really land on. I mean, again, that's a problem with the Muppets not really having a... Not, not a lot of women to work with. I mean, we could cast one of the, one of the kids from uh, Sesame Street. So, like, Prairie Dawn as Yuffie. Yeah, mm-hmm. Prairie Dawn or, or Elmo as Yuffie. Uh, yeah, Prairie Dawn is not a bad Yuffie. We could... We, we, she's very sweet per- and silly. Well, the thing is, she's sweet and silly, but she also sort of flies on to, into a rage sometimes, which is part <laughs> of the part of her character. Fair. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think yeah, all right. I, th- I think we have it locked in. Okay, but uh, we, we're already running a little bit long on this episode, so we need to move on to the next game quickly. Uh, yes. Uh, Greg, which why don't you introduce Mass Effect, right? Yeah. The um, Mass John Effect o- series, yeah. Jono and I are very recently experienced with Mass Effect. Both of us replayed, oh, well, I replayed and Jono played for the first time the original trilogy over this year. So the characters there are very fresh in my mind, but I'm going to mm-hmm. pull up a list of them anyway. I don't know if that I've played. I don't actually, I haven't played uh, Mass Effect since I did the original Mass Effect for the the last episode of Retro that we did prior to your trilogy playthrough. Oh, wow. That, back in Way 2018. Back yeah. Mm. So it um, has been a time, but I, at least I have I have ideas. That's for sure for this one. All right, so uh, first things first, um, I, I'm just going to say it. Uh, Shepard should be the human here, right? Absolutely. Yeah. That makes me very curious as to how the romance scenes would play out, but we don't need to We don't need to overthink that. Just I mean, human we've Shepherd, seen Piggy Road, prob- like, hit on men. All probably female Shepard as well, right? Yeah. I would go with femship, yeah. Cool. So uh, what else, do, what other ideas do we have here? I just want to see um, what's his name the the doctor um, Soren no Saren I just want Beaker to be Saren <laughs> Beaker no not Saren that Saren's the bad guy do you mean no. Morden Morden yes Morden Solus so so uh, so Beaker is Morden and not and not and not Bunsen Honeydew I mean I could be funny but I just want to hear him do his entire song is oh, sure. I'm, I'm not you know what especially since the head shape and the color of the yeah, face works about right what well, I, I think Morden's beaker now uh, Morden done. can be beaker done and <laughs> yeah. uh, just how about collectively as uh, uh, oh god I, maybe I'm just desperate to put uh, Statler and Waldorf in here what if Statler and Waldorf are just a very rude version of Anderson and Hackett that's exactly what I was actually thinking of as them. Yeah. That works extremely well. I was thinking yeah. of, uh, I was thinking Kermit is David Anderson, but I like this better. I think Kermit's got to th- be Garrus. I think Kermit is Garrus. Ker- yeah. Kermit's, your, Kermit's your, your most positively influencing bro. I was yeah. hoping for Gonzo Vicarian, but okay. Because otherwise, Gar- he would be Caden. Like, Kermit would be Caden with the other option. No, 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 no. I, I, I think, I think Caden him. is too lame. I think Caden. I think Scooter is has Caden energy. Is there a dead <laughs> Muppet? <laughs> I mean, I kind of want to murder Scooter sometimes, so I, I think Scooter is a natural fit for Caden. Scooter is Caden, yep. Um, and uh, uh, also, I think maybe because she can play mean very well, I think Miss Piggy is probably better for Ashley than for any of the other female characters here. Space Karen? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, Miss Piggy is Ashley. Okay, so uh, Garrus is Kermit? Yeah, and uh, I have another idea here. Sorry, I'm just saying a lot. Liara, it's... Keep in mind that even though Liara is female presenting, um, technically all Asari are unisex. True. Mm-hmm. And can and can uh, mate and have relationships with any gender. Following you so far. Are 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 you against Gonzo as Liara? Nope, I'm done. There <laughs> no, it is. Not. And if like Gonzo they're all Ziara. weirdos, because they because they, they all come in um 
Muppets in Space? Is that the one? No, is that the one where like his family comes down from space? Which one was that one? Yeah, no, that is Muppets from Space. Where Gonzo from space, is a uh, thank you. Yeah, no, Gonzo is unsure about what his species is because yeah. he always refers to himself as a whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now and all so, the all the all the rest of them come down. That's all the the entire race. Yep. <laughs> I think I want Rex to be Bobo. Bobo. Um. Bobo. Hmm. Just because he's big and just awkward and just I like I like the idea like. Where he tries to play that tough, but he's mostly just confused. I don't know. Hmm. I just feel like it's a dumb. Well, I don't think Rex is dumb is the problem. No, no. Rex isn't dumb, which is what would make it funnier. It would undermine the character. But if you want to stick it to him trying to be like the character, then yeah, Bobo wouldn't work. My instinct for that was Rolf, but it doesn't need to be. Maybe a, a more reserved Bobo is Rex and Ralph could be Grunt. I think I believe. I mean, for me, Grunt is animal. Or you could do Billy the Bear. For me, oh, actually, I was thinking Grunt could be Cookie Monster. Ooh, interesting. I like that better. Grunt as Cookie Monster is great. And uh, and maybe Ralph could as Rex could work because Ralph has a little bit of an edge to him. But what? And uh, I suppose although Ralph, I think could also work as Joker. I would Smart for Joker. I would pilot. I agree with you, but I would really like Fozzie to be Joker just because of the... Oh, Fozzie would be great as I Joker, mean, there, especially, yeah. as, especially <laughs> since he's a stand-up comic, yeah. Yeah, he'd be like, ah, just like fair. across the speaker. I think it'd be funny. But I mean, Fozzie doesn't really have a romantic foil. Do we Do we know who, uh, who, should, who do we think should play Edie? Ooh, that is tricky. Um, mm. hmm. The Muppets need more characters who are... Yeah, because otherwise you would want to do... If for that, if you wanted to like try and do that matchup, then you'd want Gonzo as Joker, and then Edie is obviously Camilla. Yeah. Which um, is a really funny in hologram form. <laughs> <laughs> and then later into a robot. Robot Camilla. Uh, uh, I'm just going to throw it out there. The Newsman is Elusive Man. Ooh. Oh, yeah. The, oh, the Newsman. Oh, wow. The, the guy from the... Uh, the, the uh, the Sesame Street uh, new, um, news parody bits. I like yeah. that better. That's I had the idea good. of the Swedish chef as the elusive man, but I like the newsman <laughs> better. I like that better. That's funny. Um, yeah, I think my whole thing been... with Bobo is just because Bobo's I... always so hapless and weird. I want to find a place to put him where he almost undermines the character by being so Bobo, but like, I don't want it to obviously be All right. a pillar either, right? That it undermines the entire show. M- maybe just because he's... He's large and reserved. I- I'm wondering, like, what do we think of Snuffleupagus as Rex? <laughs> All right. I almost forgot about Snuffy him. Snuffy as Rex. Huh. We didn't really use Big Bird or Snuffy in, no, the, in Final Fantasy yet. If we wanted to go with uh, Sesame Street characters, we could do Big Bird as Rex and we could do uh, Snuffy as uh, Grunt. That's not bad. <laughs> That'd be so funny seeing Big Bird in a rage. <laughs> and maybe 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 a cookie monster could be james vega i mean who, that i'm completely blanking who james was he, he's he's the meathead human uh uh human teammate from mass oh, effect three three that's right i yeah three is the one i'm by, least familiar with yeah voiced by freddie freddie prince jr right yes yes i barely used him i think is the problem <laughs> uh, yeah i didn't use him very much either well the, the, i mean you kind of need some extra teammates in mass effect three if most of your cast died in mass effect two <laughs> yep uh, oh, damn it. I'm blanking on her name. You said her name earlier from, from Electric Mayhem. But Janice. Janice. Janice is Jack. Janice oh. is Jack is what I had, yeah. That's Just pretty so good, tattoos. yeah. Go for it. <laughs> yeah, Janice is Jack. That works. Um, some of the problem with... Um, 
I'm finding it really hard to cast the AI characters. So like Edie and uh, Legion are tricky. What other Muppet properties are there besides Muppets, Fraggles, Sesame Street? Hmm. There's there's Dark Crystal. There's Dark Crystal. Yeah, but there's nothing really robot in that. If that really works. I like the idea of Guy Smiley being Legion because when in the scene in Mass Effect 3 where Legion is showing Shepard the story of the Geth and how they rebelled, that feels like an episode of This Is Your Life that they would do on on Sesame Street sometimes. Hmm. <laughs> but th- that, that's ex- that's extremely specific and weird. We Guy could... Smiley was the game show host on Sesame Street, and I love game shows more than anyone else that I know. I mean, there is the idea that they all look the same and they all use the same model, so we could do Camilla the Chicken as Legion. And just like <laughs> every just single, all, yeah. every single one of the Geth are just a chicken. And, and, and so Quarians. Robot chicken. Uh, yeah, I was yeah, going to yeah, say, or the Quarians. Yeah, the, the, no, no, no. The, the, the Quarians' hatred of the Geth is interpreted as yeah. just hating chickens. Oh, what if Big Bird is Tally and Big Bird just hates chickens? <laughs> I, oh, I'm done. That's good. Yep. <laughs> I like it. A Big Bird is Tally is a good cat. Actually, I, the more I think about it, the more I like Big Bird is Tally. Because Tally is very wholesome. But uh, unless she's talking about murdering Geth and Big Bird, the image of Big Bird just shooting a chicken is for some reason very (laughs) hilarious to me. Okay, Legion and all Geth are Kimball of the Chicken. (laughs) That's so stupid. I love it. Then Uncle Deadly, I think, would work as Saren. Oh, sure. Yeah. 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 The the villain of the first one. That's not bad. Yeah. I think that would work for that, uh, which means we're also now without a, a Rex again since Kermit or um, Big Bird's gone. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> no, no, no. I, thought, no I, I, thought, I thought Rex, Rex was, Snuffle, was Snuffleupagus. Oh, I thought Grunt was Snuffleupagus and Rex was Big Bird. Well, we can bring in what we were talking about before and have Cookie Monster be be Grunt and Rex be Snuffleupagus. Sure. Yeah. We'll reverse okay. it around. So Rex is, is Snuffleupagus. I at this that. point, our listeners are like, what the hell's happening in this show? Yeah, we're, no, no, we're this, this, entire, this entire episode is going to be a what the hell's happening episode, I'm sorry <laughs> yeah. to say. Yeah, this is, uh, this is getting deep in the weeds. That's we're, another problem. We're, we're, fill, really we're filling this out. There's only a couple left. There's, uh, there's, there's Jacob, Kasumi, Zaid. Uh, I think we Jacob. got like, the really big players anyways. Yeah, I think that we can. Least. Let's just skip Jacob and Kasumi. Yeah, yeah. Miranda, we, 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 we can We can skip Zaid as well. I mean, I mean, Miranda... I mean, hmm. in the pre-show, we had talked about like Miranda being the new love interest, so going going to the younger oh, Denise? Pig of Denise. Yeah, especially, especially Denise since, works. yeah, Denise is like a skinnier version of Piggy. Uh, Miranda is this genetically perfect human. I, I think it's not bad. over Ashley. Yeah, Denise my, the pig works for me. My original idea for Oscar the Grouch was the elusive man, but we have that already. Good. So I'm wondering if maybe the uh, Oscar could be uh, uh, could be Javik. Because he was stuck in a can oh, yeah. for thousands of years, and now and now that he's out, he's a little bit grumpy. Yep, done. I'm good for that. Oscar the Grouch is Javik. Let's just skip James. <laughs> we already mentioned James, but he's James is a bit of a non-character. Yeah, I was a little um, bit disappointed when he uh, when he saves me instead of Rex in my recent playthrough where Rex died. <laughs> in a, in in the Citadel DLC. Oh damn. Mm-hmm. Edie is tricky. I have to admit, I can't figure out Edie. I'm wondering if we should bring back the count, and it'll and it'll be like one, two, three escape pods. Ah, ah, ah. I kind of <laughs> like I kind of like Thane as the count. Ooh, that that would be a very sensitive portrayal for the count's normal uh, normal energy. I just imagine the count just frequently flashing back to counting. 
<laughs> okay, that's pretty good. <laughs> when you put it that way, it's like like flat, his he he has an internal memory sense memory of everything he's ever counted, and that and that haunts him. And sometimes he breaks into poetry, and he and he also has the romantic edge of the vampire look. Yes, he does. Okay, all right. I think his count. Lock it in. What if Legion was just like the Fraggles, and like all of those robots were all Fraggles? Oh. <laughs> I don't hate that actually. I like it almost Instead more than the chicken. chicken. Uh, but then we, the big bird, uh, Tally Big Bird, hating all of the chickens. Tally would have to be then one of the one of like the ogre, or whatever characters from. No, I, 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 uh, I don't well, know. That'd be I, I, I like Tally as Big Bird too much. Yeah, I, I think Tally still hunting Fraggles is still funny, <laughs> or Big yeah. Bird hunting Fraggles is. Still all right, funny. I have a, I have a, a crazy idea for you. Um, you, you know the Sesame Street monster Telly. Yeah. Who looks a, he looks a little bit like a bigger version of Elmo. Yeah. What if Vaguely, Telly yeah. Telly is Samara and Morinth is Elmo with just just this dark, twisted version of Elmo's voice as Morinth? That's twisted and I like is, it. Is Telly, Telly the yellow a, like the yellow? No, 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 no. Telly oh. is, is is maroon. He's he's not that uh, different in shade from from Elmo. I'm not sure. I'm, it would, I'm not sure. Elmo, maybe Telly You're, and Grover. Ooh, Telly and Grover as Morinth and Samara. But, uh, but more uh, Morinth, the evil one, is obviously Grover. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> the yellow one, I think you're thinking of Zoe. Mm. There we go. Yeah. Okay. Telly Monster and Grover as Samara and Grover. That's so dumb. That's okay, dumb. We have. We, I think we have basically everyone that we want to cover, uh, unless we the really only... want to go back to Jacob. No, the last one we don't have is Edie, but I think we might just oh. have to. We got to come up with something for Edie. Well, you know, Zoe's not bad. Like Zoe is the a monster that's it always trying to, to learn me. things. Yeah, and and Zoe's the one that that like famously uh, uh, was w- had a pet rock that was driving Elmo insane. Do you remember that? Oh, no, no, I don't. I, 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 I mostly saw that from YouTube videos. Edie, Elmo could be Edie. Like, uh, just <laughs> I don't know what. Okay, I'm Edie. I, just okay. I'm gonna make way. a pitch that. Oh no, we already have Statler and Waldorf. You start tickling the Normandy and it giggles. <laughs> Tickle me, Edie. <laughs> okay. That, All right, sorry. let's do it. Elmo's Edie. Tickle me, yeah. Edie did it for me. Yeah. <laughs> Edie-mo. Okay, yeah, there's our cast. All right, we locked, we've locked. we locked in the cast of the Mass Effect trilogy as Muppets. And uh, I'll You're introduce... You're welcome, world. <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to throw out, uh, just honorable mention is Sam the Eagle is one of the... Um, like the third person, like the this one race, the the elephant looking creatures. Oh, the Elcors. Oh, the Elcors. Just Sam, Sam the, the eagle, eagle as an Elcor. Elcors. Oh, that's pretty good. I was thinking Sam <laughs> the eagle could thinks... be like could be like Counselor Udina. Oh, uh, that's also fair too. Just if you, if you want him to have an evil turn, yeah. The, the only Sam the eagle role I care about is that he's Kai in an FF six. That's I, yeah. That's I, totally I, I, fair. I, I really wanted that. That's perfect. I just could started thinking them of his voice as all the Elcor, and it was just dumb. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Right. I like that though, that he can't express any emotion. Exactly. <laughs> okay. But now yeah. let's talk about a series that's great at expressing emotion. Uh, I think this was one of the games that uh, Jono and I were recasting in that Slack channel uh, many moons ago. And uh, perhaps you're, if it's Jono and I talking about a game <laughs> series recently, perhaps listeners, you're, you're anticipating this already. We're going to talk about Like a Dragon slash Yakuza. Just throwing this out there immediately, I, I think the human should be either Kiryu or Majima. I think the human has to be Kiryu because the central idea being Kiryu is constantly surrounded by insanity. And yeah, Kiryu is very stoic and him reacting to all the Muppets around him is pretty delicious. So also, I think Majima is basically already a Muppet. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm a, maybe we should just jump ahead with this. I mean, I, I think Gonzo has a lot of Majima energy. Yep, that's. I, I, I think I think Gonzo should be Majima. One hundred percent sold on that. Um, and, but now, where do we put Kermit or Fozzy? Uh, I put Kermit as uh, Kazuma. Oh, oh, Kazama as as Kiryu's mentor. Yeah. Oh, and you, what if you give him the the Constantine mustache Kermit from the from uh yeah from, from the the recent Muppet movie. Well, that works really well because in uh, three he has a identical twin. Remember? That's right. He has an identical twin. Oh God. Okay. So yeah. All right. So Kermit. So Constantine is his uh, Constantine in the third game, and in the first game it's uh, Kermit. Yes. Um. As as uh, I, I, it, Shintaro Kazama is the original Shintaro Kazama, Kazama. Yeah. and I and I, I forget his brother's name that uh, that shows up in Yakuza three. But yeah. Yes. Kermit as the Kazama brothers works for me. Kashiwagi. If Kermit is going to be uh, Kazama, then I think Kashiwagi should probably be Scooter. Oh. I was thinking maybe Fozzie, because Kashiwagi does show up in Yakuza Like a Dragon as well. I agree, but I really... Okay, here's the thing about... We're, we're just... We're not casting individual Yakuza games, and we're not casting, like, ridiculously... I think we should focus on maybe, like, one and Like a Dragon with a split... Or well, or maybe just the principles that are in several See, games. I, yeah, because I was thinking, like, I want Akiyama in there. I want Saijima in there. Yeah, that makes sense. And they're, and they're really only... Well, they're mostly in the in the 4-5 zone, but they, but they four, show five, up in six. later. Yeah, well... well well, yeah, I mean, uh, Saijima's barely in six, but... Yeah. Um, but, but, Akiyama, but, also, but Akiyama's not in seven either, so it's, yeah, it's hard to say. I really like Fozzie as Akiyama, though. I think the I think the character traits kind of pair up really nicely. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, Akiyama almost, is almost too smooth to be Fozzie, but I, I, I like the look of it. Fozzie in that coat. It's pretty good. Rolf could be Akiyama. Right. That actually might be better casting. Hmm. Because Akiyama is a club owner, and Ralph does have that, a little bit of that going for him. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. good. That works for me. And that also frees up uh, Fozzie for other roles. Fozzie could be Saijima, because like, 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 uh, like Saijima oh, and, no, no, no. And, and, and Majima are buddies, and no. so like Fozzie and Gonzo doing that could work. Saijima is, the, the only casting for Saijima is Miss Piggy. Oh, Okay. If because we're if we're if we're ignoring gender, then then write that down and and hit control save. Yeah, because that is like Saijima just being like the powerhouse of the group. That is making uh, Miss Piggy a little bit romantically neutral, but I'm not against it. Miss, Miss Piggy can yeah, Miss Piggy's martial arts with the like a little bit with uh, with Saijima. <laughs> it would, would, uh, that that really works for me. Sure, yep. let's do it. I love that. Who uh, who are we missing now? Um. Uh, Daigo, I have an idea for Daigo. I thought Daigo, I thought Scooter has some Daigo energy, but I, I, but I also I I find Daigo a little annoying sometimes. I do too, and because he's little and annoying and constantly needs to be taken care of, I picture Daigo as Robin. Oh, sure, okay. <laughs> Robin the Frog, just like tiny, tiny, always being taken care of by the other characters, can't do anything himself. Who's the the, the again? I have no stakes in this series because I haven't played yet, so I won't be uh, participating much, listeners. But one thing that comes to mind is whoever it was that was the idol. That you talked about one oh haruka yeah, yeah haruka she's uh kiryu's adopted daughter so would that be like a prairie dawn kind of character i mean yeah i had down camilla the chicken because i just think it's really funny with a chicken following <laughs> it's a little kiryu on the around. nose but I, but, I, but like haruka does need to be sort of sweet and pure uh yeah yeah I, I, that probably is prairie dawn i mean if we're going for sweet and pure it's elmo oh that was another thought i had was oh elmo that's as, as good that and him <laughs> doing the. that's pretty good doing all yep. the dances and stuff elmo was <laughs> and and elmo could even teach the kids how to do it with with elmo oh, oh yeah, yeah. and all, all the orphanage kids are like they, elmo's teaching them yeah that, that... <laughs> be an idol with me yeah <laughs> be 
be a Nidal with Omo. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like the idea of all of the orphanage kids being fraggles. Just because we haven't really used the fraggles yet. Yeah, sure. Throw them all in there. Because I, 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 I can only name a couple of the orphans by name, even though they all have their own character arcs in Yakuza 3. Okay. We had Rolf Nishikiyama. Oh. So, so Nishiki, I think for, if we're going to, if we're going to reverse the casting, I actually like Fozzie as Nishiki. Ooh, okay. What, what did we have as Fozzie before? We, we did, we didn't have him down for anybody. I had him down for uh, Akiyama, but I like him better as uh, Nishiki. So maybe Ralph is not as Akiyama and Fozzie as Nishiki with yeah. all these with, uh, and, and, and Fozzie really having to get, tap into his inner darkness to play Nishiki. I'm just imagining that one scene in uh, Yakuza one where uh, they're outside of the, uh, Tojo headquarters and uh, Nishiki is like leaning up against the wall watching Kiryu get the crap kicked out of him and I'm just trying to imagine that with Fozzie now now I'm imagining Fozzie in that uh, white suit black shirt silver tie that Nishiki has in, in Yakuza 1 that works really well also the idea of the Muppets taking their shirts off and just revealing these oh. ridiculous tattoos is oh my cool. god yes I, I I want all of that uh, we, do, we don't need to go to every single Yakuza villain but I'm no. I am imagining that and uh, I mean, the best, probably the best central villain in any Yakuza game is, is Goda in Yakuza 2. Mm -hmm. And he has one of the best throw off your shirt scenes. Yep. Who, who is the sheer force of will that is Goda? I had him down as Clifford. We haven't really given Clifford a role yet. And I, I, I can see Clifford saying, you know what? A real man ought to be a little stupid. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. I mean, if we wanted to go really ridiculous, we could just miscast him as the Swedish chef. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I was thinking someone that's just very aggressive and strong as uh, yep. as as Goda, like maybe Cookie Monster. Mm -hmm. But I think I think this is a good role for Clifford. Yep. Um, as a toss-off casting for like people who are not even remotely main characters, as um, oh crap, uh, the the owner and uh, bodyguard at Stardust. Oh, um, oh, you, uh, Yuya, and, Yuya, Yuya, and Kazuki. Yeah, uh, Honeydew and Beaker. Sure, do it. Yep. Yuya as Yuya as Beaker is kind of hilarious to me because Yuya Yuya's when he's like a former, uh, he's like a former thug that's trying to turn his life around, and but all of his dialogue being me 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 is is pretty amusing. <laughs> uh, oh boy. Uh, I I I think I I uh, uh I think that the florist of shot of Sai with his you know uh huge huge numbers of monitors with uh like with cameras all over Kamarocho and living underground in a in a casino pleasure palace that has to be Oscar the Grouch right see that was my first thought but then i i wanted to keep Oscar the Grouch for a uh, for something else okay. that we're going to talk about in a second however picture the two okay so the florist is sitting there watching everyone in Camarocho on the monitors and probably heckling all of them oh oh Statler and Waldorf as the florist as brothers lock it in yeah they they, yep. they can be they can be the florist and the uh arborist of sai sure yep that works for me um yeah the, the florist of sai is is both of them they, they take shifts so that that, that everything's on 24-hour uh, uh surveillance uh date sam yeah yeah sam this this is sam being a uh you know a a, a do-gooding good guy who's not uh i almost think that sam is too smart to be date but i i i think I, I like Date more as a screw up. I was thinking Sam could be uh, a character in Yakuza Seven, but no, you know, you know, lock in Sam as Date because I have a lot of thoughts about Yakuza Seven. Okay, and we still haven't Kandawagi. We Kandawagi, We still haven't cast him yet. Uh, Kashiwagi. What did I say? Kashiwagi. Yeah. Hmm. What do we What do we want? 
I had down Scooter. You didn't like that. I'm totally fine with changing it. Um, Do we have a role for Ralph yet? No, no, he's Akiyama. I mean, we, we haven't cast Rizzo in anything yet. Rizzo's not bad. Rizzo it, would have, it, would, it would have to be someone that was that, that you can imagine being Kermit's le- uh, right-hand man. If Kermit mm. is Kazama. Rizzo, mm, right-hand yeah, maybe, man. Maybe Scooter is the thing, because... Like Kazama in Yakuza Zero, where Kashiwagi's Wagi is his head lieutenant. Yeah. Also, and the idea of Scooter with the scar down his face is really funny to me. That is pretty good. So does that, does that mean we have to recast Daigo? No, no, Daigo's Robin. Daigo's Robin. Yeah, I guess Scooter is Kashiwagi. We can do that. So that's that's the Yakuza cast. But uh, as a bonus, I thought it would be fun to cast uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon because it has a completely yes. different cast. And you it, have an idea for this that's just. Gold. Yeah, I, I told you about this idea before we recorded, and I, I feel strongly about this. Um, now, again, Yakuza 7 or Like a Dragon has uh, a, a large new principal cast that is different from the previous Yakuza games, and we should go over those six, seven or eight people. Mm-hmm. I think that Ichiban Kasuga, the main character, and Ryo Aoki, the main antagonist, who started out as friends, then after 20 years or 19 years, uh, Ichiban gets out of prison. He believes his friend is dead, but then his friend resurfaces as a poli- as a as a straight laced politician trying to wipe out all the yakuza in Japan. I think Ichiban and Aoki should be Ernie and Bert. I I am so sold on this. Absolutely. Uh, especially since uh, like like uh, Ichiban, the messier one with with wild hair, who's got, who's who's uh, who's good but chaotic. That's Ernie and mm-hmm. Aoki, who in his new in his new uh, uh, look is very buttoned up. He's a politician. He's wants fastidious. Order. He wants order. That's that's Bert. That's it's, it's it, perfect. It, it's chaos and order. Ernie and Bert and uh, and but but deep down they still love and care about each other. Yep, that, it's perfect for me. Even though it. even though Rio slash Bert would never would never admit it. Yep, I am totally good with that. And and I have to assume that your idea for Oscar the Grouch was Nanba. Oh God, yes. Because yeah. green and trash. Yep. <laughs> It, it's it's really on the nose, but to be frank, I'm fine with it being really on the nose because it's really funny to me. I don't know. My only other like definitive casting that I really thought would be funny is casting Eerie as Mr. Snuffleupagus because no one ever sees Eerie. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. Eri Kamataki. The, Eri Kamataki. The, the, yeah, yeah, no one the, ever the, sees the her ever. Girl. She's not in any cutscenes at all because she's like a bonus character. So no one ever sees her. I just thought it'd be really funny if it was Snuffy because no one sees Snuffy. <laughs> yeah, sure. We can do that. Uh, Adashi is Big Bird. Yeah, that's probably good. Uh, we uh, a, a big uh, Adachi is you know always trying to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. See, I yeah, like Ad- the, Adachi's not bad as Big Bird, sure. I really like the idea of casting, like we did, with the exception of Elmo as uh, Haruko. We the cast of uh, Like a Dragon being all Sesame Street characters because they're sure, like we're, a we're parallel already, universe to the Muppet Show. We're already most of the way there. Um, yeah. I was thinking Zhao could actually be the Count because of their stylish eye- eyeglasses. Ooh. Yes. And then the count just ruling over Chinese a gang of Chinese triads appeals to me a lot. And because oh no okay here, here's another idea. Yeah. And I, I was thinking that if Zhao is the count, there's a famous famous uh, Sesame Street scene where the count is counting cookies and Cookie Monster is devouring them as he eats them. I was thinking, what if Mabuchi could be Cookie Monster? Because it looks like that Mabuchi uh, has eaten a lot of cookies. <laughs> That's <laughs> and, and 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 the count and the and cookie having this known repartee with a mabuchi mabushi as a or mabuchi is it mabuchi or mabushi i think it's mabuchi but then mabuchi as Zhao's former best friend that betrayed him is kind of like 
cookie betraying count by eating all of the cookies that count as counted. Yep. That, uh, right. that works for me. Okay. So we're going to write that down here and we still have, we only have two other characters to cast. We have psycho um, and Jungi Han. Yeah. This is tricky. Cause it gets down again, you're going down to the problem of there not being a lot of female, uh, Muppets. I'm thinking because psycho sort of <sighs> keeps everybody in line a little bit. Um, maybe psycho could be Zoe. Because, you, you know, I'm one of Elmo's friends, she's like a little bit bossy. Oh, yeah, that could work. Um, I mean, my Muppet, to be completely honest, my Sesame Street, uh, my Sesame Street uh, knowledge is woefully out of date because I haven't watched it for. I, I have watched a medium amount of Sesame Street via YouTube over the past 20 years. A lot of it's classics, but sometimes the new stuff works, too. Sesame Street is still good in the in the 2020s, it turns out. Yeah, I was looking. I was going through like the characters and stuff like that. I feel like what's her name, uh, Abby Kadabi, could work as uh, as Psycho. Oh, I don't. I'm trying to. She debuted. Abby Kadabi. Uh, she de- She's a fairy in training, apparently. Oh, I remember this character. Sure. Yeah. 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 Go for it. I just. I just. I just wouldn't. I just couldn't uh, put a name to the face. Yep. And let's finish her off. Uh, we have one more character left. Jun Gihan. All right. A villain in Yakuza 6. And then you see him again in Yakuza 7, which is crazy because you think he's dead. But it turns out he was a body double of the original Jun Gihan who struggles with identity. Let's go with Grover. Yeah. For both of them. Yes, sure. Grover is both of them. Evil Jun Gi in Yakuza 6 and good Jun Gi in Yakuza 7 is Grover. Yep. That's good. it. We're done. We're done. There's, there, there's our casting for Yakuza and Yakuza Like a Dragon. And what Mass Effect ride. and Final and Final <laughs> Fantasies six and seven. We have done a lot of uh, fan casting <laughs> Sesame Street characters as. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, this is so, <laughs> so stupid. Bad. I love it. It really is. <laughs> this has been a very very good silly time that we're having on a silly episode of Retro Encounter. Um, but is I, I don't know first yet. No, okay. no, no, no. It's it's almost it's almost uh, exactly six months after. <laughs> um, Oh no! Actually, never mind. So it's almost exactly eight months after. <laughs> but uh, I'm not quite done with this yet. Uh, we really stuck to three specific series: Final Fantasy, Mass Effect, and Like a Dragon. That we sort of came up with like a day before recording this. But I know that uh, all three of us had all kinds of other ideas. So give me a no longer than a few sentences a pitch of one other game that you would fan cast with Muppets uh, uh, a certain way. It could be an old, an all-time favorite or something you're playing recently. Whatever's on your mind. Um, but again, this is not going to be a long discussion. Just give us the uh, abridged version of your of a Muppet fan casting. Uh, Jono, you go ahead and go first. Uh, dealer's choice, any RPG you like. Okay, so I was thinking about it, and it occurred to me the easiest choice, the best one that we didn't think of was a Muppet Hades. Um, great. Okay, first of all, who's the human? I think Zagreus <laughs> should be the human. Right. Zagreus should be the human. Um, and my idea was that all of the underground uh, gods should be Muppets. All of the above uh, in Olympus gods should be Sesame Street. <laughs> so it's like Sam the Eagle is Hades. Uh, Nyx is Gonzo. Uh, Agria is uh, Miss Piggy. Thanatos is Kermit. Um, and then you have some other characters like Fozzie is Achilles, etc. But the ones that got me were, uh, I like the idea of Zeus is Big Bird. Um, Athena is Count Foin Count because, you know, God of Wisdom goddess of wisdom um <laughs> my favorite was Genius. aries is bert dionysus is ernie okay uh, that's excellent that is really good demeter is oscar the crouch 
And my favorite one, which is just because it's stupid. I made a stupid joke to Amanda earlier and I loved it, which was Aphrodite, the goddess of love. Of cookies! <laughs> Cookie Monster is Aphrodite. Bert and Ernie is Dionysus and Ares. This is real special, especially if you've played Hades. Uh, I, I'm... I'm still processing this to be honest eurydice and uh orpheus as uh beaker and uh and honeydew and uh, camilla as dusa because they're the same shape oh yeah sure that works rolf the dog is cerberus um of course and as another one of casting casting two characters skelly is statler and waldorf <laughs> so like there's two of them Skelly, Skelly regrettably does not show up in original Greek mythology, but is a, but is very key to the uh, to the dialogue in Hades. Yep, Skelly and Skelly. Um, so yeah, that's my that's my casting for uh, a Muppet Hades. All right, um, hilarious. <laughs> so Greg, uh, first of all, you need to play some like a dragon and some Hades, Greg. I do apparently, yes. I'm but uh, 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 but also um, g- give us your um, few sentences pitch for sure. uh, for a Muppet casting of an RPG. Well, at first I was like, I should go with Legend of Mana, but then I was like, that shows that game's basically a Muppet game anyways. Uh, and so I swapped over to Secret of Mana, especially because basically you fight the Borogoves in, uh, when you're trying to like go to visit the Sprite's home. Um, Borogoves are like these weird creatures. I was, when I was going through the list of Muppets that are basically like the enemy, that, that hopping bird thing. So mm-hmm. I was just like, well, this seems a natural progression. So I think, I mean, it makes sense. I think that Randy would be the human, the boy, whatever yeah. you will, from Secret of Mana. Uh, and then, yeah, Pyram would be probably Miss Piggy because of all the sass and everything. Uh, <laughs> but then I was like really torn. I was like, should Clifford be the sprite? <laughs> Just because he's basically the same looking thing. But Oh, you, you, could, you could have the little rabbit from Muppet Christmas Carol be the sprite. Fulfill your dream of casting him. There we go. Oh, yeah, Bean. Yep. Why not? Uh, all the Fraggles will be the Moogles. Um... Gemma yep, would works. be probably Statler and Waldorf, <laughs> especially just how much than that first Mantis fight. He's just like, you're not that good. You're not that bad either. Oh, <laughs> kind of thing. Uh, from the pit. Yeah, exactly. Um, and maybe like Kermit as like Nico or something. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just like like the whole cast is so colorful and bright and secret of mana. So it just lends itself so well. Uh, maybe the like Gonzo as the cannon guy. Um, oh yeah oh yeah so the, 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 no the, crazy the cannon, no the, oh he already oh, the crazy cannon hair, travel yeah, guy already looks like the Duh. already yeah. looks like the cannon guy yeah there you go and um, cra- frankly i mean I, i'm a little bit sad that we didn't get to use crazy harry a little bit more in this fan casting <laughs> the fact though he got play at all though is still pretty good look i'm yeah. still amazed that i got lou zealand as shadow to get to get approved <laughs> right it's just because um, of throwing fish that's the entire reason he, he throws fish extremely skillfully boom your shadow congratulations uh watts uh maybe fozzy yeah because why not or no no watts would be grandpa the sprite king guy that raises the sprite or uh no wait is that yeah the the, the elder in in the uh in, in the village. fairy village or, yeah. yeah i think that'd be a funny dopey fozzy <laughs> um like there's not a lot of like really iconic characters that like really stand out in that game so like mm-hmm. um but I think that's funny. Oh, There's Elder Jacques. Who would Elder Jacques be? Would that be Gonzo? That works. There are lots of monsters too that work really well. That could work really well as uh, Muppets. I mean, yeah, that's obvious. Like, yeah, yep. they're the whole cast and uh, Thanatos. That might be another one too, where like the bad guy is is a human. 
that works pretty well, especially if they are diametrically opposed. So if the human, if there is a human as the villain and a human as the bad mm-hmm. guy. And then all the elements work as for sure as Muppets. Uh, one one I do need help with, though, because I couldn't think of it. And I'll wrap up my thoughts with this so we can end this is is Flammy. Who would who would they ride? Would it be Sweetums? <laughs> Ooh, that's a good question. Mm. Who would they good ride? Flammy. I mean, it could be it could be the uh, uh, the the funky electric mayhem bus from Muppet, <laughs> from the Muppet movie and the Great Muppet Caper. <laughs> Doctor Teeth driving Flammy. <laughs> yes, he just had the has to come with it. Uh, that'd be great. Although I see Doctor Teeth as uh, honorable mention as Booskaboo. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah. Booskaboo is maybe a better fit for Dr. Teeth, sure. <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of, so so I'm... Animal could be Flammy and Booskaboo yeah, could be Dr. Teeth. Actually, that's uh, pretty funny. Animals, uh, Flammy. Works anyways, really I could well. keep going, but I won't go because the cast is decently elaborate and like it was more just like a slap together kind of idea that I just, again, any of like the Mana series, Muppets would just slip right in real easy because they're it's such a bizarre colorful wonderful world so i i would play a game called the secret of muppets i, I think <laughs> right I uh, which i think we talked about in the, uh, when we were talking about the show is like how has there not even been like a point and click adventure of the muppets like how have they not marketed yeah there, there hasn't really been a classic muppets video game which seems yeah. odd like they, they i'm sure they could uh they could fit into something pretty well but it's uh the project's never materialized. I'm not. I'm not really sh- totally sure what the Muppets are up to nowadays, other than uh, being a permanent, um, an, an occasional streaming watch for me. I do I'm... wish we had um, <laughs> Audra on the show too, to like for this segment, if only to make somehow a Muppets Otome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if we, if we could, if we could have Audra and Nikki and maybe Neil cast a Muppets Otome game for us. That would that would be pretty interesting. <laughs> That'd be pretty so interesting. Funny and dumb. I mean, I don't know what your I don't know what your game is going to be, Slosi, but I just I for whatever, and I know it's not an RPG, but a a Muppets Mega Man is funny to me. <laughs> yeah, well, just like Kermit in the middle, looking up at, at the uh, at the eight bosses in this in the stage select grid. They're all and they're all Muppets. <laughs> yeah, and it's designed it's designed to look exactly like the the arches in the opening of the Muppet Show. Sure. Oh yeah, that'd be incredible. <laughs> mm-hmm. What's your so, Slosi? Yeah, yeah, what do you got? Well, I, I was looking at a game that I, I'm not sure that uh, you guys have played, but I know that uh, I know that a lot of uh, a, a lot of people have. And that's um, The Legend of Heroes Trails in the Sky, which is a, a, a Falcom's signature RPG series. And the, the first game has sort of eight main characters. Um, and I could just I, I just did the thought exercise of recasting the eight of them as as uh, Muppets. I think especially since there aren't a lot of uh, women to go around. I think that Estelle, the main character, should uh, stay human. Um, and her dad, because her dad is sort of uh, roguish and trustworthy, but also very good-hearted deep down, I think that um, her dad, Cassius Bright, should be Kermit. Then I think uh, Joshua Bright to sort of fit in with the romance thing and also to get to give, because uh, her, her adopted brother is in love with her and she doesn't realize it until the end of the first game. That's a whole thing. Uh, I think that Robin, the frog from the Muppet Frog Prince, falling in love with a human like in the Muppet Frog Prince sort of works. So just so Joshua, the assassin turned uh, turned good guy is Robin from <laughs> Muppet Frog Prince. Then oh, man, then it gets a little a little harder here. Uh, someone with a, a flair for the dramatic, um, a, a lady, but also a, a violent drunk um, that that uh, that kicks ass a little bit. I think Sherazard should be Miss Piggy. Um and even though Sherazard has a oh, but Sherazard has a romance with Olivier, so you know what? Yeah, I'm I, I'm I'm uncasting this. Uh, instead, 
of Cassius Bright is now going to be Big Bird and Oliver is going to be Kermit. He can play the piano. He can he likes to put on a show. He's a he's a prince in disguise as a uh, who's who's on disguise and traveling just to see the world. Um, and he has eventually has a romance with Sherazard. So yeah, Olivier is Kermit, which doesn't sound right, but it, uh, I'm but I'm still going with it. Okay, uh, Agate Agate is a big mercenary, and he and this uh, little girl named Tita sort of becomes infatuated with him. Uh, and uh, and Tita is a brilliant inventor. Agate is a rough mercenary, but they're they become buddies, even though Tita's parents are a bit sus- uh, find it very suspicious. I I think that has the vibes of like a big sesame gruff sesame street character and prairie dawn so so tita's going to be prairie dawn and agate is going to be let's see let's see snuffle up i guess that, that's where i landed on it and our last two characters there's zin and chloe chloe is a princess who is uh who is a student at an academy and is being groomed to be the queen but is uh, is also trying to avoid things like getting kidnapped uh let, let's make her let's bring back denise the uh the uh the other pig from from modern Muppets because Denise was really, she had an unfair, she had an unfair role. Like no one wanted her to be with Kermit. True. She, mm-hmm. she was Kermit's girlfriend cause she liked him. She, but she was uh, being forced into situations that were against her control. I feel that's a little bit. And, and Chloe's in love with Joshua, but everyone knows that Joshua's in love with Estelle and they're going to eventually be together. So Chloe, like, like even though she's you know beautiful and talented and and a princess, she resigns to giving up Joshua to uh, to Estelle. So I think that's some Denise energy. And Zinn, he's a uh, he's a big strong guy. Uh, he's a uh, uh, he's a martial artist, a little bit violent, but generally good hearted. Uh, I'm bringing back Cookie Monster. Zinn can be Cookie Monster. Why not? Um, Zinn has a really really good role in the second game, where uh, his 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 rival that's that that uh, that. that um, that killed the master of his dojo is, is now one of their key enemies, but whatever. Um, Legend of heroes is great. Trails in the sky. One and two are awesome. I am in the middle of playing trails in the sky three right now. I've already played trails of cold seal one or one and two. I want to increase my legend of heroes education in uh, 2022 and beyond. So I have uh, trails in the sky on my mind and decided to recast all of them, even though you, you would now have the troubling image of, uh, of of uh of miss piggy dating uh of, oh no the troubling image of kermit the frog as olivier lenham so you're welcome for that uh but if i'm talking about which trails in the sky character is the best fit for cookie monster we are really at the end of this episode uh thank you so much jono and greg for uh going full bore into this very very silly idea <laughs> that i this wasn't sure delightful that i wasn't sure would be a gut, good funny. podcast but it has been a very very fun discussion so thank you so much for that I am so happy that this no happened. No worries. I guess noting uh, the only Muppet-ish related game would be uh, the one that I reviewed, the Dark Crystal Tactics. So that's out there if anyone wants to have something pseudo-Muppet-y as, a, uh, as an RPG. I mean, technically, yes, but that's not what I want when I think of no. a Muppets game. No, you want but... silly Muppet shenanigans for sure, but uh, it's there. <laughs> it would have been so easy, though. Like, it, it wouldn't be anymore because it's, you know, games need to be massive now. But, like, just a little point-and-click adventure game aimed at kids between the ages of eight and 12 about just Kermit trying to get the show on track before the show opens and like solving them up its problems with just like a simple point and click interface would have been amazing. And my 36 year old ass would definitely play that thing. But also uh, I'm going to throw this at you. Uh, Scooter's been fired. You, the player character are the new intern and production assistant has to get everything together. And the twist at the end is Scooter has been sabotaging the show from the beginning. Boom. 
million oh dollar God. idea right there. Oh, that, that would be an amazing uh, FMV game. I, I would play the hell out of that FMV game, but okay, okay. Now, we, now it's really time to end the episode. But genuinely, thank you, thank you, listeners. Thank you, Greg. Thank you, Jono. Uh, we got to talk about the future of Retro Encounter and not p- cast past RPGs with Muppets. Um, uh, regretfully, though, uh, the current plans for Retro Encounter are Muppet free. Um, uh, after this episode, you're getting two episodes on Xenosaga Episode One: Derbilzermacht, which is a uh, PlayStation Two classic, uh, one of the earliest games made by Monolith Soft. And uh, it has a lot of fans, so I'm sure that the people on that episode are going to be very excited to talk about it. I'm still early on in the game, so I have a lot of uh, I have a lot of um, PS2 ahead of me in December. But uh, also in December, we're doing our annual 2002 uh, excuse me our annual year in review episode. We've done one every single year since 2015, and we're not going to break that tradition this year. Uh, and I think around the same time, Jono, um, Random Encounter is going to have a look ahead to 23, 2023 episode at the same time we do our 2022 episode. Is that right? End of the month? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like our uh, our podcast bookends. Perfect. One look back and one look ahead on uh, Random and Retro Encounter. But uh, still in the world of Retro Encounter, we've already picked the game for January. It is a game that has been bandied around as an idea for a long time. Ogre Battle 64, Person Ooh. of Lordly Cal- Caliber. Only the second N64 game we'll have played for the show. So that's uh, that's a real, a real interesting one. So uh, I'm really interested to see how that goes. Yeah, I can imagine that there's somebody on staff who's probably pretty happy that you're doing that game. Uh, yes, there's someone on staff who talks about the Ogre Saga a lot, and I'm sure he was excited. Well, I know for a fact he was excited that this game was eventually chosen. <laughs> um, but uh, speaking of choosing games to play for the podcast, listeners, you might remember that you took that there was a poll conducted in November about a game to be played for Retro Encounter in 2023. The winner of that poll was Lost Odyssey, a uh, for the Xbox 360. It was a game that was much beloved and took more than a full third of the vote. It, won, it, it had something like 36% out of the out of the five selections uh so it won handily and i am not 100 percent on this but i think that is going to be the game that is played for retro encounter in february so that is three months of retro encounter already ahead xenosaga episode one ogre battle 64 and lost odyssey those are the next three retro encounter big game journals but uh if you want to email retro encounter about game journals or the year of two uh, or 2022 in video games or the muppets the best way to contact us is to email retro at rpgfan.com you can also find rpg fan on facebook on uh disc there's a discord channel a youtube uh page a twitch channel um and we're also on twitter and instagram as rpg fancom although at the time of this podcast being aired i'm not sure twitter will exist anymore so fingers crossed there people um but one thing that will exist whether twitter does or not is rpg fans store that is uh that is rpgfan.com slash shop it's hosted by t public and you can uh find all manner of rpg fan branded goods like shirts uh mugs phone cases and other things um with rpg fans emerald shield and that website is rpgfan.com slash shop uh but rpg fan is also home to two other podcasts, uh, one hosted by you, Jono. Indeed, indeed. And uh, next episode is going to be kind of a review roundup because it's been a few weeks since we've actually gotten uh, to talk about some reviews of games. So we're going to be doing uh, catching up on that. And then, of course, the year-end episode. And uh, Greg, you're a former host of that show. I was. And uh, yeah, it's been you know sad to not be doing it on the regular, but it's definitely been for the best since time is not mine as much as I'd like it these days. Because uh, for fans, I'm expecting a baby. 
Oh yes, congratulations! Uh, early congratulations, yeah, Greg. We really talked about that on. Yeah, it's uh, as of this recording, we are less than two weeks away since we're having a scheduled C-section. So, we, assuming my wife doesn't go into labor earlier, we know the exact birth date. So, so it's it's very probable that this episode will uh, you will already be a father when this episode airs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, congratulations again, Greg. And uh, but uh, but in addition to random encounter, well, that was an awkward transition. There's another podcast oh, an RPG no. fan, uh, <laughs> Rhythm Encounter, about RPG music, usually hosted by Mike Mike Salvato. So uh, please listen to Random Rhythm and Retro Encounter on Apple Podcasts or Google Play or Spotify or however you listen. And please give us feedback uh, as best you can. Um, which means five stars out of five. But if you want to give us feedback as individuals, not as a podcast, how do you reach us? Let's tell them. Starting with you, Jono. Uh, you can find me at jlogan at rpgfan.com. And Greg. Uh, I'm at Greg Delmage at pretty much anything on the interweb. Uh, and again, if Twitter's still there. And if Twitter's still there, that's where you're probably most likely to find me. I am at The Real Monsoon most of the time, at Evoker for Dogs at other times, and on RPG Fans Discord, I am Monsoon Mike. So from myself, Jono, Greg, Lock Cole portrayed by Kermit the Frog, Ichiban Kasuga, portrayed by Ernie, and David Anderson and Stephen Hackett, portrayed by Statler and Waldorf. Thank you, good night, and good luck. <laughs>